Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Do. Bobby Marks joins us here on 98.7 ESPN. Bobby, first and foremost... Uh, this is my first chance to uh, speak to you since uh, since we're living in this pandemic world now. Um, wishing and, and hoping that you and your family are, are safe and healthy, my friend. Thanks, Nita. I hope you're doing well also. Um, very interesting term of events uh, that have taken place now in the NBA after this phone call last night with, uh, with Kyrie Irving. Um, hosted last week and was really optimistic, actually quite excited that we had um, a date on the docket uh, that uh, players would be arriving in Orlando, getting the feel and the vibe that this was going to happen. But after last night and, and reading what I have this morning and uh, a number of the concerns from safety to uh, being isolated and the 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 contact tracing that's going to be involved in regard to um, the tracking devices on their cell phone, and then, of course, the concern from a lot of players that if they do start the season, it will take away from all the Black Lives Matter protests. So there's a lot here on the table to discuss. Your, your thoughts and, and what you're hearing in regard to what took place with that phone call last night. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I want to reiterate that the players will have the right to do whatever they choose, right? The 300-plus players that are going to to go to Orlando, they have the right to choose if they feel, if they're from a safety standpoint, um, that if they don't want to participate, they don't have to participate. I think I think the, probably the one thing I'm probably more confused about, and I think the, the people that you talk to are confused about, is that uh, the commissioner had a phone call, a conference call with the Players Association, with what Kyrie Irving was on about a month ago and kind of reiterated some of what the plans were going to be and kind of what the economic impact was going to be. Kyrie Irving was on a phone call last Friday. Uh, he's a, the vice president of the Players Association where they voted 28-0 to get, get a restart of this season. Um, it's been well known that this is going to be a bubble environment and that your access is going to be limited going out. Uh, Kyrie Irving is injured. He probably is not, might not even be in Orlando here. So, I think if, if Kyrie wanted to kind of put a halt to this, he had his opportunity a week ago when he could have maybe postponed that vote and said, well, let's get more input from the other 400 players uh, in the league as far as let's feel what, what their concerns are going to be because the bubble, as I said, the bubble concept is not, it's not like the commissioner and the league just all of a sudden surprised the players. I mean, we knew all along what the restrictions were going to be here. So, and I think from a you know from a Black Lives Matter from a social platform, what other better place to do it? You know, certainly in Orlando when you are you're the only thing that's going on. You you have the right you have the eyes of the whole country watching you um, playing games in Orlando uh, for the next three months. Where you know baseball has kind of stubbed their toes. Hockey will restart eventually here, and I think you can make a certainly a uh, you know a statement you know, when you get down there and when we start playing. So, so then with that being said, Bobby, where, where's, what's the motivational factor here for, for Kyrie? If, if on, on top of the fact that we don't even know if he's going to be playing in Orlando, 
Like, so yeah, where, I mean, yeah. what, what <laughs> do we know what happened from that phone call a week before Friday till this Friday till last night? We don't. I mean, that's the big thing as far as what what exactly happened a, a week ago. And when he was, you know, and as Adrian wrote, you know, that the questions that he asked last week were really not in, not safety protocol related. It was more about if there was going to be sponsors allowed for that can help players, you know, from a, from a product standpoint. And, um, yeah, certainly the, you know, and, and the question was, well, am I going to be allowed because he was injured in there? So I, I maybe, you know, I understand, you know, that maybe some players felt like they were not part of it. I think that's why you have a union. That's why you have Michelle Roberts. That's why you have Chris Paul. That's why you have, you know, 30 representatives because they represent you and they're supposed to be the voice. If, you know, shame on them if they didn't, if they didn't pull their own players on their own team, which I I think they did. Um, So that's, that's probably where, um, you know, that's where I'm more confused here because I mean, let's face it, like the economic factor of it. And I think we do have to talk about the economics, the economic factor of these guys, of the players not playing and league not resuming is devastating. Anita. I mean, it, it will set this league back years from billions of dollars of salary loss from the players. They'll never recoup that. Uh, the league will lose two billion dollars. The owners will the owners will open up the CBA and and we'll probably go into a lockout. And who knows what will happen for next year? Also, wow. Uh, from what I understand, LeBron James was not on this call last night and and disagrees with Kyrie Irving. Are there other big names that you know of that that disagree with Kyrie as well? Well, I think that here's here's what you probably need to know. There's 434 players in the league, and every player got an invite for this phone call last night. There were 80 players on the call. So I think if this, you know, I think if everyone had as a concern as Kyrie, and, and there were a good handful of players on the call, and I and I get it when players like Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum, some players that who are going to be up for a rookie extension, maybe even Brandon Ingram, where there is concern from a health standpoint as far as future earnings here, I get it. But there are there were 340 plus players that weren't on that call, and I think. I think um, you know Sam Amick wrote it best in the Athletic, where he said, you know, LeBron has made, you know, from a social justice, from a platform standpoint, he knows how to do it without sitting out, without sitting at home here. From the school he's able to build in Ohio, from the voting reform that they've been able to put in place this week with other with other players here, so you have the opportunity to do a lot of good things here, and I don't think sitting out is, is going to should be one of them. Again, Bobby Marks joining us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. So, so Bobby, what what happens now? What are, I mean, is this sit and wait? Is there going to be another vote taken? Like what? Like what are we waiting for to confirm for sure that Orlando is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, we're uh, June twenty second is supposed to be the transaction window when things you know teams were able to sign and waive players. So we're I guess we're less than 10 days away from that. I think what we're waiting for is the safety the safety protocol um, manual that the league is supposed to release to the teams and the players. It's, you know, a 100-page document as far as the do's and don'ts and what's going to be allowed in Orlando. And I think, you know, I think based on probably the call yesterday that I'm sure the players have either seen it and more maybe going back and seeing what can be adjusted here. But from a health standpoint, I, I don't know how much more freedom that you can give players as far as just because of, I mean, let's face it, the cases are going up, especially down here in Florida. They are increasing here um, to keep them in that enclosed environment is for their best 
uh, you know, the best interest of, of the players here. So I think what will happen is that the protocols will come out. I think we'll probably see some people not very happy about it. But eventually, you know, time is ticking here because, uh, as you said, that, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, six weeks away from when games are supposed to start. You know, Bobby, I, and this is a conversation I've had on, on, on the show previously, and that is, you know, we're living in this, this, this new reality, right? Like, like there's so many things that I miss. Like, like, you know, I'm a foodie. I I haven't been to a a great restaurant with friends in almost three months. It's probably one of the biggest things that I miss, right? Like, but I understand that we're in a pandemic and, and this is a new reality right now. In hearing players talk about how for the three months they're going to be in a bubble in Orlando with their, from what I understand, I had Ramona Shelbourne on the show last week. They'll, they'll still be able to go play golf. They'll still be able to go and eat at outside cafes. And we're talking about three months. That's it. Three months. And, and it doesn't sound like, you know, it's not like they're being told, Hey, you could only go to practice and then you have to stay in your hotel room. That's not what they're being told. It, to me, it's just kind of like, do they really have a grip of reality? Like in regard to where, where we are in a society right now? It's, 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 it's mind boggling to me. Well, and I think that in the three months is the extreme. That's for if you're Milwaukee or the Lakers or the Clippers or one of these teams that get to an NBA finals. I mean, I think, you know, um, you know, Woj wrote uh, early in a week or midweek, you know, basically what the timeline was going to be. And then, you know, when we, when we get to mid August, you know, we're going to lose six teams, right? When we get to the end of August, we're going to lose another eight teams. So you'll have, what, eight teams left starting on September 1st. So it's not like all 300-plus players are in a bubble from, you know, July 7th to October 12th. You know, when you get when you get to October 1, it's basically the last two st- teams standing, and they're going to be playing for a championship. <laughs> so I think there's going to be incentive to stay within that bubble. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, like – you know, I, it's funny. I look back and, you know, I give, I give Adam Silver a lot of credit for being patient and stuff like that because I look back and if, if, if David Stern, God rest his soul, was still here, I could see David Stern say, you know what, we're just going to cancel this. You guys are going to lose 23 games of pay. Um, it's, you know, you're going to lose a billion dollars in salary, and we'll just rip up the CBA and we'll start anew in, in, um, in November, and maybe we won't have a season here. So I give the commissioner a lot of credit. But, yeah, I mean, I think – the reality of the world is that if you're going to be restricted and it's going to be uncomfortable, that's the way of the new world. We are uncomfortable right now um, that you're going to be in a bubble for a, a month or two months or, you know, the long term three months here. And you're still, still going to earn your salary. Um, you're going to earn a playoff bonus. You're going to be fed. You're in a four star hotel. I mean, I do think there's got to be a little bit of a reality check here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, a few other things I just want to, I want to get your take on before I let you go. Um, number one is, um, concerns in regard to injuries. These players have been off for three months, don't know exactly what type of training they've been doing and to, to like vamp up like really quickly. What do you think? What do you think the, the concern is for injuries, let alone having a, a team with their, with one of their top you know, here's here's the other thing. You know, we live in this this NBA era where you've got you know the haves and the have-nots, and the haves have like the two or three top-notch players. 
God forbid, one of those top-notch players comes down with COVID-19 and then they're taken out of the equation. I know that that's out of, con- that's, that's, that's out of the, out of control and, but still, I mean, you know, you, the, the whole thing is just, Bobby, the whole thing is just bizarre to me. It really is. Well, your yeah. Thought, I mean, your there's, thoughts there's, on concern for COVID nineteen yeah. contracting it, let alone injuries that could potentially happen. I, I think there's landmines everywhere, right? right. I mean, Great way not, to put it. Great I, way to put this it. This is not. This is not a perfect situation, and it was never going to be a. Per- it was. A, it was a perfect situation. Everyone would be in their home markets, and we'd we'd kind of just resume as, as is. And as, as you know, it's, this is not a perfect um, you know situation. I think. From contracting the coronavirus, I think the Orlando bubble will probably be as safe as you'll get, right? So, of course, there is a risk there, um, you know, to, to catch it. But as I said, it is, I mean, it's going to be like getting trying to get into the Pentagon, right? You are not going to be, an outsider is not going to be allowed in. And from a testing standpoint, um, they are, you are going to be tested regularly here. From an injury standpoint, yeah, I, 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 would, be, I would be concerned because players have not done, you know, have not played since mid-March. Guys are starting to ramp up their testing. Hopefully, that that um, that runway from I guess now until the end of um, July gets these guys into where they were. I would be concerned if I if I am a free agent like Brandon Ingram and I'm on a New Orleans team that probably is going to not be there that long. And it's almost like that college football mentality, right? It's like if you were going to play in the um, you know, the, the citrus bowl and you can't compete for a national championship and you're a top line NFL draft prospect, you're probably going to sit out. Right. So I think that's going to be something to watch for is if teams that have players um, who are getting knocked out early or, or who are down 2-0 in a first round series, do guys start to sit out because of their the, the concern from an injury standpoint? And last but not least, um, executives worry that uh, in, in, in a series like, you know, like a team like Washington or Phoenix, if they go down 2-0 in a series, no. you know, are, are guys going to just kind of like give like give in, not put not put 110 percent forward and just all right, let's just let's sweep so that I can get home and I can get out of this bubble because chances are we, we really don't have a realistic chance of beating the Lakers, the Clippers or the Bucks at all anyway. So I, I just I, yeah, I get think- out of here. Yeah, I think it's a little different for those teams because I think, um, you know, they weren't expected to probably be there anyway. Um, they've got a – both teams got a young core. Do I see maybe the situation with maybe Bradley Beal potentially or maybe Ricky Rubio in Phoenix? Um, maybe. Um, but I think they are using this team, this this six or seven weeks as kind of a launching point to next season to get some of your young, game, your young guys experience when some of these games – um, you know, might matter when you maybe if you get into a one eight series and you are, um, you know, I guess maybe if you're Memphis and maybe you are starting to rest guys and you do get t- down two out. I mean, I think that's, I think that's a possibility. But I think every player kind of will ha- will know kind of what they're wa- they should know what they're walking into. It's uh, it's it's going to be interesting, Bobby. Thank you so much for spending some time with us this afternoon. Really do appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you. Thanks, Anita. Talk to you. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.